0: This, 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 this this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The sport crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market. Flavored or not.
1: It's the fight of the finger foods. In this side dish skirmish, we're finding out once and for all which is better, french fries or onion rings. This is a hot dog as a sandwich.
0: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I
1: put ice in my cereal, so what? That
0: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) What?
1: Welcome to our podcast, The Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air,
0: And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizadeh.
1: And today, we are debating which is better, French fries or onion rings? A classic. Nicole, what do you think? Onion rings. French fries. Onion trash. Onion rings. Onion rings are trash. You're uh, trash. You are a bad person for <laughs> believing that onion rings are better. Your moral character is beneath mine for your simple food preferences, because that is how these debates go.
0: Okay, we're debating which is better better, okay? Which is a better finger food, and it's 100% onion rings. How come? They taste better
1: than th- a french fries? You think just taste, or t- because we need to go into the idea of utility, right? Yes. Like, what are we talking about? Are you talking about what onion defines rings better? as a side for a sandwich? Are we talking about onion rings as a standalone food? You got the late night munchies, you find a box of those onion rings in the mm-hmm. freezer versus like a thing of Ida crinkle-cut french fries, mm-hmm. which is better. What is the main utility of fries or onion rings? I argue it is simply as a side to a sandwich, sure. which does include hot dogs and hamburgers.
0: Oh, don't. Ha- Habagers. Habagers.
1: I don't know why I pronounce it as Habagers. Ham dogs. It's like I say library. I started saying <laughs> library ironically. Oh my gosh. And then now it just turned into me sounding library. like an
0: idiot.
1: I also uh, exclusively say Wednesday.
0: Oh my gosh! You're one of those. Yeah, just to be an able. You are like. Remember how you said that you're like the seventh grader? Then yes. That's literally still you.
1: Uh yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I, um, Ryan's gonna cut this out of the edit, but I don't care. Like in the ninth grade, to troll my teacher, um, uh-huh. I just I I read the Satanic Bible just openly yeah. in class. Just oh to have it, because I was just that like weird little antagonistic 14-year-old who was just like, I don't get enough attention in the home. Let's find it from you, stranger.
0: Um, I think Satan is in French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I think the soul of Satan is in French fries. Uh, no, I think French fries are delicious. I love French fries. If I see a French fry, I'll eat it. McDonald's French fries, sign me up. Shoestring, steak fries, uh, whatever French fry I have, I love but well, onion rings are better. There's so much care that goes into an onion ring. And can you agree with me that onions might be one of the most important food ingredients ever to be invented?
1: We, we've talked about it. Yes. the invention of the onion. When Thomas J. Onion invented <laughs> onions, he did.
0: It, they're so important. Onions are. are the cornerstone of flavor when it comes to any sort of a majority of savory dishes. That's correct? the thing.
1: I, I absolutely love onions. I mean, potatoes too, right? Like They're important sure. in so many cultures yes. and all that. But to me, is an onion ring even close to the best way to prepare or fry an onion? I say it is not. It is not in the top five, one, side dishes for any sandwich. But two, it's not in the top five ways to, like, fry an onion. You could take any other shape of an onion. You do, like, the onion petals, right? Where, like, you know, you cut it into, you know, the kind of thick strips. Sure. You could do just straight, like, onion chips. You could do frizzled onions. You could do a bloomin' onion, and every single one of those is better than the onion ring because when you bite into an onion ring and then you just slurp out the slimy onion noodle.
0: Are you kidding me? That's the best part. Whenever you like have like little- onion slurp? Yeah, whenever you have like, you're looking like an onion walrus. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have just a beautiful ring of toasted fried goodness to munch on like afterwards.
1: If that's what you want to know. Okay, so one, I have seen you just eat straight naked fried batter. Often, in no, the kitchen. you have
0: it. That's you. you that's you We were in- both doing that. You we were, were looking <laughs> into a mirror, Josh. That's you looking
1: into a <laughs> the mirror. The ultimate narcissist move. I've yeah. seen you do this, Josh. That was you. <laughs> uh, no, we were making like a- It was when we did the corn dog hush puppy thing.
0: I ate one bite. You ate a whole entire hot dog corn casing.
1: Yeah, this is true. I ate probably I about a, a pound of just straight fried cornmeal batter. I had like a bite and of great. it. Which- this is this is actually going to an important place because I agree that fried batter is absolutely delicious. It is. But the onion inside of it, just getting this wet onion noodle slurp, it is a food that is not ergonomically designed for people to eat. It's a farce. It's something that looks good. It's not sure. ergonomic. No, a it's ring where you get circle. a wet onion slurp. It's a
0: circle that you bite and then you have a, a- crescent moon, with or without onion, who cares? Start
1: with the crescent moon. Well, Start with a crescent moon shape. I would have so much more respect for onion rings if they were just cut in half. Before frying.
0: Josh, you like Johnny Rockets?
1: I love, oh my God, yeah. you know I love Johnny Rockets. What did
0: you get from Johnny Rockets when you were a youth?
1: I got whatever their barbecue burger is. <laughs> my brother actually worked at Johnny Rockets oh, really? uh, in high school. That's yeah, funny. he wore the whole white get up with the paper hat. you know my brother, you can imagine him. He had like <laughs> hair down to his butt too.
0: He had long hair?
1: Oh yeah, John had hair down to his butt, but he looked exactly like me. You he know, had kind of lot, a pudgy teen. Like how- I have to show you pictures of John. <gasps> it was the grossest hair. He used to come up to me and he would whip me <laughs> with his gross hair. And it was like coarse. It was like you know, I I can say this is like it's the coarse Jewish hair, you know. <laughs> oh! and, it, and when it's long, because he was, it was like a metalhead,
0: and it grew long and so was it straight? Literally
1: down to his butt. Yeah, it wasn't straight. It was like wavy. Oh my god! And I was have totally creepy. To best, it just tucked up in a Johnny Rockets all white, you know, nineteen fifty style. Okay, I'm person. So yeah, I, I actually used to get the onion rings at Johnny Rockets, and I used to dip them in warm barbecue sauce. Is that I, th- I think that is the best onion ring dip? Yeah. But uh-huh. that said my tastes have evolved and changed. It took me a long time because I wanted to be an onion ring person. This is dead true. When I I was a kid, I thought onion rings were like the adult choice, like the sophisticated (laughs) man. And I use man specifically because I was a small boy looking for role models. And I was like, the sophisticated man orders onion rings. That is a step above French fries. Mm -hmm. But now that I realize, you know, Part of masculinity when you're growing up is denying yourself pleasure, right? It's drinking sure. black coffee and spicy foods. Unless you're foods. a hedonist. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, I think uh, part of, you know, being raised in a masculine household is to believe that denying yourself pleasure is part of it. And I've learned to lean into the simple pleasure of French fries over onion rings.
0: I do agree that it's simple. I just – there's something about the care that goes into making an onion ring, you know, the cutting of the onion – the, the punching out of the onion rings and then dipping it in flour, dipping it in batter, frying it to perfection. I just think there's so much care and love that goes into an onion ring that it doesn't even compare to a french fry, which is, which is why it's better. I think putting effort into things makes things better. Well, that's how I operate.
1: We get, I know you do because we got into a similar debate on does ketchup belong on hamburgers. Yeah.
0: Because this you were talking same about exact conversation. And
1: I, did, I had no idea this was going to go this way, but yeah. it kind of is true because I agree with you that the best onion ring, I don't know if it'll, it won't trump the best French fry, mm-hmm. but the best onion ring to me will trump a lot of French fries. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, there's a lot of care that goes into the process, you know, making a wet batter. And having that not only fry perfectly crisply, cr- perfectly crisply mm-hmm. but having it stay perfectly crispy sure. after it's, like, been sitting in a window and getting to your table yeah. and all that, it's a really difficult process. It takes a lot of care. But most people screw it up, like, royally, really badly. Most people do not know how to make onion rings. And a lot of places don't do a wet batter where they'll just do, like, you know, a breadcrumb crust or sure. whatever. And then when you're cooking breadcrumbs as opposed to a wet batter, the onion on the inside doesn't have enough time to steam.
0: Yeah, and so I think it's, about like,
1: it, raw and weird. Yeah, because yeah. breadcrumbs are already cooked. So when you fry them, again, they brown super – you know, quickly, and you're not frying it in the appropriate temperature oil because mm-hmm. you're in a big mass-market restaurant. So most onion rings you get, you get this raw, sweaty onion just pulling out of this half-crescent moon shape after you bite into it, and they're not good. And so for me, French fries, they are the safer, populist choice. I think French fries, I mean, they're, they've are they dominated the entire world for a reason. I'm not saying that the popular opinion is the only correct opinion. Okay. But I am saying that it can give you a good indication of what things are and aren't good.
0: Do you think French fries are idiot-proof? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: I do believe that French fries are idiot-proof. I've had bad French fries, but the fact that most places are getting their French fries frozen in a bag from factories... Same with
0: onion rings, honestly.
1: That is true yeah but what okay if you go frozen bag of fries or frozen bag of onion rings which frozen are frozen
0: bag of onion rings because they did all the they did all this tough <laughs> stuff for you <laughs> but you
1: said onion rings are made with like care and love yeah and the attention factory. you think the, you think yeah, you think the, the machines factory. are yeah. loving on these onion rings no machines
0: can feel love <laughs> they're going to at least in the next 17 years. I'll oh,
1: say so you're just trying to hedge right now because you know that they're listening. We have like a microphone and a laptop and like a big sound box in front <laughs> of us. One of these is going to become sentient in the next decade and try and kill us while recording. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent. You know what I saw the other day? I saw a Postmates uh uh machine going to pick up a food from a restaurant. What? Yeah, I saw one. It was Wait, crazy. What do you mean? It was a little. It was a little cart. It looked like Wall-E, and it was like beep 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 beep.
1: <laughs> guy are you serious it. is it like the robot from was it Rocky 3 I feel like Ryan would know this it's question. the robot
0: from WALL-E pretty much it had two eyes it was crazy
1: in one of the Rockies Rocky has a robot
0: oh I don't remember in his home because that
1: was a big trope in like 80s and early 90s movies where they're like <laughs> yo in the very near future it is Rocky 4 you're right you're right because that dichotomy of Ivan Drago, like
0: was that Rocky Four? That's my favorite Yeah, Rocky. it was
1: like Rocky's gotten soft, now he has a robot butler. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see that leads into his training montage. I forgot
0: that part. Wow, that is my favorite Rocky movie. I you know the training montage is my favorite when he's like in the Serbian like forest, oh, yeah. like plowing. And he has the KGB
1: agents like watching and they're like <laughs> driving around and he's like running through trying to lose him. Rocky Four is truly one the of the best, greatest sports yeah. movies of all time. I
0: agree, and I don't care
1: about sports, but if I he love dies, it. he dies. <laughs> That was a fantastic movie.
0: Um, But, yeah, I saw a Little Robot, and he just put food in the thing, and then everyone was, like, fascinated. Everyone was, like, taking videos and stuff, and they're like, the future is now. And I'm like, yeah, he's going to feel love and, like, three weeks. But there was a guy following him to make sure that he didn't run over any trees, but he ran over a tree anyways.
1: No, the guy following him had a gun in case the robot went rogue and tried to kill oh, the people maybe. at Tendergreens. That's, that's actually, what happens. That's
0: actually a good
1: point. Yeah, he needs like an EMP device. I've seen <laughs> the Matrix revelation. What's an EMP device? An EMP device, an electromagnetic pulse that you stick into any machine and it'll immediately shut down. I think it's only in movies. <laughs> I, I, I tried Googling this once. They use it in Fast and the Furious too. when... Um, when uh, Paul Walker is trying to like drive away and there's okay. like a police helicopter and it shoots an EMP into the car and it shuts uh-huh, down. Uh-huh, He's uh-huh. like, you got the mainframe. Okay. Yeah.
0: Money good. Anyways, <laughs> so,
1: so the point about French fries, they're not idiot-proof. Okay, no. But I-, I think they I think the average French fry to me trumps the average onion ring. And that is important hmm. when you're making decisions, just from a utilitarian stance of like what is going to bring me the most pleasure when I say these words. That's not to say there aren't outliers. And I don't like hate, hate onion rings. I'm happy to eat anything fried yeah, and dipped in sauce. sure. Absolutely. I am going to enjoy it. I
0: love onions. I just like the flavor. I think the flavor of onions is more dynamic and more versatile than the flavor of a potato. I'd
1: agree with that. But to me, French fries aren't about the actual flavor of the potato. There's actually a writer named John Birdsall, who I am a huge fan of, and he wrote this entire kind of, treatise on what on what shape of French fries is the best. In my personal taste, I believe the exact middle ground between a shoestring and a steak fry is the best. That way you can get like a nice Wendy's fry is the perfect shape. To me, like it's sturdy enough to stand Uh up to dips. It's just thick enough to still have some of that silky smooth potato pulp in the middle, but also crispy enough on the outside to get you that like dichotomous texture. That's what I believe. I do
0: think, okay, sorry. sorry, I was
1: was explaining. I'm sorry, sorry.
0: I always interrupt you. But John Birdsall,
1: he wrote this whole thing about shoestring fries and how potatoes are a food of austerity, right? About how like potatoes are, you look at the Irish potato famine, right? It's like the only food that, you know, the Irish were basically allowed to keep, not all of their actual cash crops. Like a potato is this very bland food that should remind you of hard, tough times. And a French fry is an escapist route out of that to try and add so much fat and oil and texture and salt and sauce that you forget you're even eating a potato. And I think there's something beautiful about that. It is a blank canvas on which to apply your entire hopes and dreams and aspirations. Nicole, that's is why I love French fries. They're a food of promise.
0: I don't think it's that deep, you know? <laughs> you like, you, these soliloquies are tiresome for me. Great at least. use of
1: soliloquy. Thank
0: you. Yeah. you. Josh has been complimenting my use of, uses of words You lately. said
1: eponymous the other day. I know. Day. That was a great, I love that word. Did you
0: forget I was an English major before all of this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were both like functioning members of yeah. academia-ish before.
0: Yeah, I was planning to be an English professor. Good thing I'm not, because that would be a terrible teacher. Imagine this, onion rings on top of a burger. Sign me up. You ever had a Western burger? True, but that's
1: not what we're talking about. We're talking about them as a but side dish. just think too. about
0: it, hater. I
1: love it. I love it. I love that we've talked about the the texture of sauce soaking into deep fried things. Yes. And how that, to me, is the most beautiful thing in the world. Sure. The Carl's Jr. Western bacon cheeseburger, to me, is one of the all-time great fast food items, right? You get the bacon, you get, they have this really kind of peppery, spicy barbecue sauce Mm -hmm. and it soaks into the onion rings and you get just that little bit of sweaty onion with the beef. That's fine. I agree that onion rings should be an ingredient. I still think that maybe like the frazzled onions or the onion petals or okay. onion chips would be better than rings themselves. We're not putting fried onions but as Josh. an ingredient on trial here. We're putting the onion ring as a standalone dish on trial. But
0: Josh, you can wear onion rings like bangles.
1: <laughs> okay, that's wear, fun. Okay, that's fun. That's yeah. just a good time like, for Like imagine
0: just like you can just put it on and then you just go. Yeah,
1: and yeah. You well, on I, would wear, I would put onion rings on my fingers like they were big rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. you are a
0: pimp daddy. Like I was a
1: pimp daddy. <laughs> yeah, I was doing like pimp daddy onion <laughs> ring. Uh fries, <laughs> fries you can shove in between your knuckles like your Wolverine. Oh, so see? both are interactive foods. That's yeah, uh, a wash. I
0: guess. Oh, frick.
1: But what can you do with uh fried zucchini nuggets from Carl's Jr.?
0: Nothing. 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 Throw them in the garbage.
1: <laughs> Throw them in the garbage. Actually, fried
0: zucchini nuggets sound like garbage.
1: Have you never had the fried zucchini nuggets from Carls Jr. Have no. you had fried zucchini nuggets like in general?
0: Like I've had fried I've had zucchini fries.
1: They're good. I, I yeah, like. Right. I like a good zucchini fry.
0: Nah, it's like mushy.
1: Do You know what? Actually, my favorite burger side dish is. Hold, in on, all hold, of Los on, Angeles? hold on, hold on, I don't think you're going to get it unless we've talked about it before. Okay. I don't think we. Have I don't it.
0: think we're going to get it. But let me guess. It's a, it's it can be anything. Yeah. It can be anything.
1: I guess. What are you going to say? <laughs> what is this leading know. up to?
0: I don't know. I'm. There's like so much pressure. Your favorite burger is this for a side?
1: It's from a restaurant in LA. It is a side that comes with a burger. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you're going to get it.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me guess. Uh 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 is it is it uh, uh is it beer battered uh is it pretzel bites?
1: <laughs> Are you wrong. No, but I do like the idea of just eating more bread along with your bread sandwich. <laughs> no, actually at uh Bellcampo Fast Burger,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. which
1: I oh mean we're, we're both huge Bellcampo Burger fans. I love Bellcampo. But they started their whole like fast food burger outlet to try and compete with like Shake Shack sure. before Shake Shack was in LA. Yeah. And they make one of the best fast food style hamburgers. Agreed. I have ever had they use dry age steak trimmings and they're only like five six dollar hamburgers so good uh, but these really quality product and one of their sides that they have they have fries they have sweet potato fries but they just have like deep fried broccolini they say broccolini and just drop it, it in the fryer and then they just like pull it out and just dress it in some sort of quick lemon vinaigrette and to me it's the perfect side because like I love fries we've talked about the idea of you know cold ketchup on hot fry juxtaposed against a burger and how that is one of the most sublime food experiences
0: Absolutely. you can
1: have and yeah. I agree with that you get especially a burger that has like. Pickles and produce and sauce and all this. And then the fry is almost like this palate cleanser afterwards. But I think onion rings could maybe fall in that same category. I think they so do So somewhat fall that plain time. and starchy. You I know. don't think
0: they're plain. I would not use un- plain to describe an onion ring.
1: What flavors are you getting other Onion-y. than plain? You just Onion-y. get onion. onion There's already onions in on the burger. Onion isn't plain. No, but onions, onion clo- is a plain onions plain as close to plain. Mm, mm, no, I'm going to shoot myself false. in the fuck. Because onions literally literally aromatic for a it's reason. so aromatic. That's right. Yo, have you ever had a potato ring?
0: No, but that would be a great meeting of the minds.
1: That'd be a great meeting of the minds. They they have. What I think is they that? had him at? Dis- I think I had them at Disneyland when I was a kid. It's just the same thing. They take a potato and then I think it's probably done in a factory where it's like piped into a, a circle. <laughs> but they take a potato and they like pipe it into a circle yeah. and then they freeze it and they batter it and fry it. That and sounds you just get good. Fried potato rings.
0: I would much rather have potato rings. With a little Potatoes. bit of onion. Co-
1: mm. <laughs> red, Why do you always rim. make me laugh when
0: you do that? Some call it Stop. sling blade, some <laughs>
1: folk call it a kiter blade.
0: <laughs> Sorry. You always make me laugh so hard when you do the sling blade. Every voice. time we do that,
1: there is one person in the comments who goes, sling blade, and no one else. <laughs> but every time I say I potato, love- I just think, got, <laughs> got any biscuits? <laughs> oh, we got french fries, french <laughs> mm. <And> fried potato. <laughs> got any mustard? <laughs> Someone, some fan drew a portrait of Link. <laughs> Did I show this to you? It looked exactly like Sling Blade. <laughs> you have to show it to me. I go and sent it to Trevor.
0: Oh my God, I'm sweating. Um, all I have to say is that French fries are just basic. I think a good onion ring trumps a good fry any day. What is even the definition of a good fry? There's just so what many. What is
1: the definition of a good there are, fry? Okay,
0: apparently for you, it's halfway between a steak and a shoestring,
1: right? So there are some, I think one, every fry is different and every fry has its own utility. I respect people who like shoestring fries. I'm not the biggest fan. Father's office, they do shoestring fries. It's aight. It's I To me, it's never been my favorite thing. No. I love a good, I mean... Arby's curly fries to me are fantastic. Okay,
0: I really like curly right? fries. Right, curly fries is so But fun. we're not but talking about- like, <laughs> like, like shapes. like I shapes. Yeah, you like different shaped I shapes. You're a do.
1: sucker for the marketing. I like you shapes. You even love, we've talked about this, you love the crinkle cut carrots that come in Thai curries I and do. I hate them. I do,
0: I do. I like, it's because they use a special knife that has a crinkle cut edge <laughs> on it. It's important to me. that the little, the little bit of effort that goes into things, I really notice and I really appreciate because I'm a big fan of the little things because I think they matter a lot. So whenever I see someone going the extra mile, it makes me feel like they understand me. So the crinkle cut carrots make me feel understood, man. Leave me alone.
1: That's interesting. That, okay, <laughs> I, I th- believe that there are two different types of people. People who go to restaurants and eat food because they want to feel important and taken care of and people who go to restaurants and eat food because they want to feel like they're in service of a greater art form and I think this can even I'm serious I'm dead hold on hold on hold on I'm dead serious like I think um, it's Typically in an older generation especially, they get madder at servers who don't like refill their water faster because they're like, you're here to serve me. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm the opposite. I grew up like when I started going to, you know, restaurants in L.A. like with my older brother when I was like 19, 20 years old, Mm -hmm. you know, having like a fake ID and we couldn't really afford it. But we still did it because it was all cool. We saw these places on Food Network. Yeah. Right. Like you'd sit in these uncomfortable Long wooden shared tables just rubbing elbows next to people, next to you know, other people that were eating, strangers, and like your server would always be like some hot, would be actor Mm -hmm. who like didn't care about your experience. Yeah, and to me, like I always really like that. And so, I think you like the idea of someone like going the extra mile to make you feel important and wanted and cared for. Absolutely, and onion rings absolutely fill into that category.
0: I agree. Someone
1: took all these extra steps where I'm just like, I want the best tasting potato to offset the best tasting burger that I can possibly have. Like, I want the utility of the potato, whereas you, you know, you want the extra frills and they're important and I agree.
0: Yeah, they're important to me. And I think to this day, I would rather, if I was presented one onion ring and one French fry, I would eat an onion ring. If the both if Well were- how
1: big's the onion Because <laughs> I want to you know. know How much food I'm getting
0: <laughs> that for every onion ring it's equal to seven french fries. (laughs) That's just a good good conversion if
1: you're eating one of things. I would also go for the onion ring because I'm probably hungry (laughs) and it's probably just bigger than the one single french fry. So I agree with the (laughs) (laughs) one-to-one comparison.
0: Yeah, so okay, what if it's one onion ring and seven french fries? I'm going
1: seven french fries and I'm pinching them together like (laughs) a claw. You know the way I do it. Swiping them in ketchup. I'm actually going to use it as a spoon bill to pick up as much ketchup as possible. Yeah. Put it in my face. But
0: but do you think the, the crunch of an onion ring is like nothing else for me, honestly?
1: It's like anything else. It's like anything else that's covered in that batter. It can be no, any separate vegetable. Like it's if,
0: round. It's comp- circular. There's a hole in the middle and you can use it as a monocle.
1: How <laughs> <laughs> this interactive, like, well, you can use onion rings as a little carnival game where you throw the rings around <laughs> the bottles. Yeah.
0: Are you, you never did that? Like, <laughs> you. Okay,
1: so me and my friends, <laughs> Nicole, you and I just want different things out of life. Yeah, so so when
0: we would go to Johnny Rockets, we were ruckus, like we were we were bad kids, and like we would just like get onion rings, like like three like baskets of them, and like one of us would hold our finger like this, and we would try to put the onion ring on the finger, like who whoever got the most like didn't have to pay. Onion rings I can't has, argue with
1: that. I don't <laughs> have friends. I never had that experience. Onion I'm eating rings. fries alone at Carl's Jr.
0: Onion rings hold a really special place in my heart because I love french fries. Don't get me wrong. They're delicious. I would eat a french fry right now, but onion rings are special and I appreciate the love and care that goes into an onion ring. So I think me and you disagree.
1: You know who I blame for my dislike of onion rings? Who? The mainstream media. Screw the media. Screw the MSM. No, Fake I am, news. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I have had... Two very formative and disappointing onion ring experiences that were thanks to the Food Network.
0: Tell us, tell us. So I I
1: think you and I have talked about this idea before on here that um, in the Instagram Ruining Food episode, Uh when we were talking about the idea that growing up when you saw food on the Food Network or represented on TV, uh, a BuzzFeed show, whatever, Mm -hmm. you were like, that must be the best food ever because otherwise (laughs) why would it be on the TV? Sure, yeah. And there was a place called Fat Cats that was on, I think, Morro Bay, somewhere along the Central Coast. And I used to like, me and my dad used to do road trips up there because it was like a really cheap vacation. You just hop in the car and drive up four hours. And this place had the biggest onion rings on the Central Coast. Wow. What a claim to make. They managed to get the biggest onions (laughs) on the entire Central Coast. Wow. That's right. That's including uh, Templeton and Buellton and Solvang and Paso Robles and uh, Arroyo Grande. No, fat cats had the biggest. Anyways, we went there, and there were just these giant, soggy, like, raw onion rings, and I was so disappointed. So that was my first taste of disappointment. How old were you? I was probably, like, 12 years old at that time. And then later, six years later, when I was 18, Akasha in Culver City...
0: Okay, I've had their onion rings there.
1: They're, they're fine onion rings. They're okay. And Akasha's like a good restaurant. And Akasha Richmond is a great chef. But anyways, uh, it was on the best thing I ever ate on Food Network. Oh, Oh, really? And so I saw no. that and I was like, well, if you're a professional chef and this is the best thing you've ever ate this must be a transcendently good onion ring. Maybe I don't understand onion rings and this can make me. And I went there and I got it and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's a normal onion ring.
0: <laughs> it's not normal. It's a little bit, it's like isn't it like flour, corn flour? Oh, rice, flour. rice flour fried.
1: Yeah. But it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's a perfectly fine onion ring and that's all it's supposed to be. Right? I'd rather
0: have a Johnny Rockets onion ring than a fancy <laughs> I I Akasha one. Yeah, man. Honestly, I'm a it's purist. a food of the people. they is- fancy
1: onion rings. Uh, it didn't is you, say, didn't
0: I, you say French fries are the food, I said, of, the it's a food of the people? Populous, I said
1: onion rings are not supposed to be freak. this like fancy thing. Don't you come in here with your big fancy words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had two onion ring experiences that really yeah. tainted it. So we're always coming into these arguments with our own biases. Oh,
0: Josh, do you know how many gross French fries I've had in my life? So many.
1: From where? What's the grossest? Everywhere. Yeah, where, I went to gross French fries. Yeah, yesterday.
0: gross, soggy, sad French fries. Like from from drive-throughs. God, disgusting. Uh, Freaking. I don't know. Restaurants. Bleh, in my own house. My mom. My mom tries to make French fries. Big mistake. <laughs> my mom does not know how to fry a French fry. For me, like it's like you know when you're like seven and you're like, mom I made French fries and she puts like turmeric in them like to make them yellow. I
1: think you and I had different childhoods.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just it's just I've had a lot of crappy french fry experiences too like you're not alone in this you know I've had bad experiences too life isn't all sunshine and rainbows for Nicole Handy's <laughs> audit
1: I actually do have a very distinct memory of my mom trying to fry french fries <laughs> and it went like really horribly sh- and she was not a cook like she she uh, couldn't <laughs> no my mom was not a cook and she yeah. just filled a pot with oil and tried slicing <laughs> potatoes straight in there oh and like, then the oil bubbled over oh and then God. everyone like freaked out and then we ate like hamburger helper for dinner <laughs> so i like i get that like french fries are a pain point for many people
0: yeah it's frying is scary for people yeah but you can always oven, oven bake a fry you i guess can't. i
1: would probably recommend if someone were to cook french fries or onion rings from scratch at home air fryer well, that, that, but I would say like, which one would you recommend people cook at home? Like what's easier to do?
0: You know the answer.
1: It's onion rings, right?
0: Onion rings are easier than french fries?
1: Uh, to, I think to make them good.
0: Oh, cause you want people double frying?
1: Yeah. If you, if someone were to just say like, I'm going to make french fries. I mean, I, I believe in the single fry yeah. french fry method. Me too. You know that good. yields a very good french fry. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I did it. Maybe it I just good.
1: deep fry so much that I think it's easy. Like onion rings are No, onion rings, onion are, an easy rings are
0: complex. We just I talked about that at the top of if the If you do show. a wet
1: batter it is, but if you do like a panko like a Well, whatever. A wet dry wet.
0: I think people think onion rings are intimidating, which is why, the, why they'll get them at restaurants.
1: That makes sense. But
0: french fries they'll do at home cuz it's just a potato.
1: You I see think what it I'm saying? Sense.
0: Yeah. You're just too much of a chef. You need to like dial it back a little
1: bit. Yeah, I've like lost touch with my roots. You
0: need to be every man.
1: I need to go back to that like seven year old me. Yeah, whoever you know?
0: he is, <laughs> where he at?
1: <laughs> I I ate him. More than that. <laughs> and oh, I was talking about the best French fry experience.
0: Oh, your best French the friend.
1: best French fry experience that I've ever had. Like they, there are so many different levels of French fries, and I love fast food French fries except In and Out. They in-N-Out fries are fine. People oh my God. gotta get them. I love,
0: you gotta get them uh, well done.
1: Everyone says that so about In-N-Out fries. It's like, you gotta get them well done. You gotta get them fry light. Christine Madrano of the Mythical Family, Uh huh. we went to In-N-Out to shoot uh, the Fancy Fast sure. Food episode and she was like hyping up the idea of fry light. She was like, in and out fries, they're never gonna be crispy even if you get them well done. They're just burnt. She's like, I like to just go fry light and then it's just like eating a warm bowl of soft potatoes. And I was like, you know what? I respect the logic. Sure. And then she got it and there was like, you know when you fry a potato and they at least get some sort of skin on it, you know. Yeah. So it's not just a wet potato. Yeah, this yeah. didn't even. It was not even fried long enough to get that. This is straight up a bowl of just like oil covered, Ew. barely fried potatoes. And then she got it animal style too. So there's just mayonnaise Ew. on these wet oil potatoes. Oh my god! I just got. Chills. And it was one of the most disgusting things. That
0: sounds horrific. so. I guess
1: that's point onion rings.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've had there. some some undercooked onion rings. I've had yeah. some where the batter isn't set and it's just like nasty. I've had that too. Yeah. Okay, so I think we've learned that french fries can suck. Onion rings can suck. People are more likely to make french fries at home, but people think onion rings are fancy.
1: And the average french fry, I still believe, is better than the average onion ring, but the best onion ring is likely better than the best french fry because there's more care and technique that goes into it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of factors here.
0: Yeah, this is quite a complex debate we're having. (sighs) Stressed out. I
1: still, I still believe that we have to trust in the power of democracy.
0: What about democracy? And, and I'm
1: not talking about this farcical representative democracy that turns into like oligarcho fascism. Okay. I'm talking about true democracy. What Just is true? true democracy? Like one person, one vote. More people would vote French fries. I think that gives it an edge. I'm not trying to give in to tyranny of the majority So just, here.
0: Because it's pop, just because the population thinks that it's great, that means that it's great? Yeah. That, have Duh. you heard of communism? <laughs> have you heard of communist and Russia? And who
1: grew potatoes <laughs> Russia? Get out of here. I, I agree. I, I do like onion rings. I am very curious. To me, I want to see like the best chef in the world. I was going to say Jiro, but he's pretty devoted to sushi. I was going to
0: say Joel Robuchon, but he passed.
1: Man. I'm going to get Joel Robichon to make the best, pata- the best French fry versus the best onion ring. Maybe Which we can ask down? somebody.
0: Maybe we can ask Gordon Ramsay.
1: So my favorite French fries have ever had are at the Bellwether. Ted Hobson. I've Hopson. never been. It's the dude who, like, he was the actual guy cooking the Father's Office burger. The most famous. The burger oh. that launched a burger revolution in the sure. early 2000s. He was the one actually cooking them. He was the CDC. And then he left to start his own place called the Bellwether where he does a patty melt that's like a version of the Father's Office oh, burger. Yeah. And it is dank. But... He has these $12 French fries. Okay. This is new, Josh. This is new. I have a media job, and I live in my own apartment in mm, LA, fancy. and I'm going to go spend $12 <laughs> on French fries and another $14 on a cocktail with those French fries. Anyways, they are the most transcendently good French fries wow. I've ever had. It's like a three-day process. Oh, God. You know, it's like cooking and freezing and alkaline solution and brining and all this stuff. But it's But anyways, favorite. it is unbelievable it is a shattering crunch on the outside <gasps> and then the inside is almost like a pum puree
0: oh my gosh and he serves it
1: with like a house-made ranch and fresno chili hot sauce oh, and wow. so to me i've never had that onion ring version of that experience you know, I Of that absolute that, transcendency that I don't I have
0: think fries. I have either <laughs> That's crazy man
1: Nicole I want to create that experience <laughs> that's, for you
0: That's crazy man bro, hey, bro, like. <laughs> <laughs> What do we need to do? a freaking palm puree And a shattering crust of potatoes <laughs> The frick Mind blown Yeah I can't even I don't think I've ever had a food experience With either a pota- french fried potato
1: Or an, a what? A french fried potato a, a No fr- you gotta do it okay. A french fried <laughs> potato shh, mm.
0: shh, I need silence <laughs> <laughs> wait wait wait. Shh. French fried potato <laughs> Shut, uh, Shut French, up sorry fried like-
1: potato mm. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go mm.
0: <laughs> French fried potato
1: <laughs> Some folk call it a sling blade, some folk call it a Kaiser blade do The rasp, and you oh, like, I've just watched Sling Blade <laughs> like nine times, it's a great movie. So,
0: I can't do it. So, I'm calling it a Sling blade. Blade. I can't do,
1: a blade. I can't do it. I picked up that Sling Blade, and, um, hit, hit, hit <laughs> put them over the head with it, <laughs> killed them. <laughs> so, what we're saying is everyone's affected by their own experiences. What I'm trying
0: to say is that Josh just made a really, really interesting point in which I've only had mid tier onion rings, and those are delicious to me. But if I were to have the bellwether french fry, I might change my tune.
1: And I think we all might. If yeah. I hadn't had so many disappointing onion ring experiences. I think there's a there's a world in which we can respect and enjoy both. I think there mm-hmm. is some sort of objectivity to saying that french fries is better. That is my personal opinion. I will die with that opinion because I refuse to change for anyone, even to my own detriment.
0: I don't know. I guess. I guess I just got to eat the bellwether fries and then... Eat at Johnny Rockets.
1: Let's go. Restaurants are open, right?
0: Uh, we can get it to go. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitter. Nicole, are you texting?
0: Sorry, I was on Twitter.
1: <laughs> it's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are Like Casseroles. casseroles.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a page six article on strawberry dresses.
1: I, I saw that. Why is this dress so popular in quarantine? Or whatever? I could not tell Did you anymore. get an answer?
0: Uh, No, because you interrupted me while I was <laughs> scrolling through. <laughs> oh, I'm Twitter. sorry.
1: We have a podcast to record. <laughs> I think that's a good sign that we've gotten comfortable enough podcasting because the first time we tried to record this, uh, I went immediately into NPR voice.
0: That was the worst.
1: The thing about I literally... pineapple and pizza is that we are. All just pineapples. I
0: literally <laughs> looked at you and I was like, are you
1: done? Dude. I yo, was so
0: embarrassed for Hey, you. we're
1: here now. We're here now. I'm not wearing shoes. I got ramen all over my pants. We're comfortable in our own environment. Yeah, I'm
0: comfortable. <laughs> all
1: right, first up, we got at Spencer is nice. All right. Sorry, I'm prejudging this before I read it because I, I take issue. Lowry's seasoned salt is overused and not that great. Overused. I don't know. I think it's kind of the perfect. I would almost recommend almost because I don't know if I can do this ethically, To get rid of all your salt and pepper and only use Lowry's. I I did that for months of my life, and I lived a full, happy, productive, and delicious life. I love Lowry's seasoned salt.
0: I do too, but I don't think it's overused. I don't think it is either. Yeah, I think it's actually underutilized, and it's pretty great.
1: I agree with that. Who's overusing Lowry's?
0: I don't know. I don't
1: know if you can't overuse it. That's
0: whack. Renegade Muffin. Blueberry and horseradish is a good combo, and I am valid for putting horseradish on a blueberry bagel. That's disgusting.
1: no, renegade Muffin, you're valid just for existing. Mm, no, no,
0: no. You gotta make a you gotta make a blueberry relish with horseradish.
1: You're cogito ergo suming. You are a valid person. Don't listen to Nicole no, 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 telling no, you no. what you have to do. I don't like the idea. You have to of enjoy
0: your own dang food. Horseradish on a blueberry bagel?
1: You know what it sounds like when... you kidding me. We've done a couple episodes like this, but when Watson, the computer that beat Ken Jennings in Jeopardy, Uh when they were like, hey, Watson is a chef now. Watson can combine different flavor chemical compounds to show you what would be good together. And Watson would just be like... Uh, uh, scallops and chocolate, and it'd be like gross. <laughs> it's like, uh, ah, blueberries and horseradish. You're like, gross, You'd be like, no, 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 you don't understand. It has the same phenol alanons, yeah. Of, and it's like, no, that tastes like butthole. That's that's boozy. That
0: book, it's it's inspired by the food matrix, the book,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I believe it. I, blueberries and horseradish, I, I don't know if I've had horseradish with a lot of sweet things, but I do enjoy horseradish, I do enjoy blueberries, and I do enjoy that you are a valid person, renegade, movin. No, <laughs> all right, at the Tim Bill. Grilled cheese and jelly sandwiches are absolute fire. Any combination of cheese and jelly, I can almost guarantee success. Strawberry preserves and provolone, Havarti and marmalade, jalapeno jelly and blue. F, yeah. Always on Dave's Killer Bread. I agree with
0: I all agree. of this. Oh, my God.
1: Except maybe for Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know how I feel about Dave's Killer Bread. One, grilled cheese and jelly sandwiches, yeah. They're Amazing. Just, it, it's like a... a pared down version of a Monte Cristo.
0: Amazing. Which is
1: fantastic. Sweet, savory, good combo in this context. Agreed. Dave's Killer Bread, I have a problem with it. I like that it's healthy and it's got seeds and nuts and all that. And I like that someone is trying to make a really good like sandwich bread loaf. Mm -hmm. You know, like a Wonder Bread style sandwich bread. But to me, there's something about the crumb of Dave's Killer Bread that when you squish it, it don't come back.
0: It doesn't need to come back.
1: But I want it to come back. If I'm pressing a grilled cheese especially and Dave's Killer Bread is just going to flatten into a pancake and the gluten structure ain't going to bloom, it's it's a really wet <laughs> loaf of bread. So I go Oro Wheat double fiber because I eat a lot of animal meat and I need the fiber to help my poos.
0: I'm an Oro Wheat household. Oro- I used to be an Ezekiel household, but mm. now I'm an Oro Wheat household.
1: Oro Wheat? What what kind of Oro Wheat?
0: Uh, uh, wheat.
1: The, just the brown just one? Just the, <laughs> the brown one. The brown one, yeah. The Costco Oro The wheat. brown one,
0: the brown one. <laughs> yeah, you
1: gotta buy two sacks of it. i
0: buy yeah, one. I'd, but, yeah.
1: I'd go Oro Wheat as opposed to Dave's Killer Bread, but I do respect this opinion. This
0: is a wonderful opinion. Thank you for going through the trouble of telling us what cheeses match with what sort of jelly. They're
1: all good. The Havarti
0: right? and marmalade is like right up my alley, so.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about jalapeno jelly and blue. I would. great.
0: Okay, let's think about one that we would probably enjoy now.
1: Mm, okay, okay uh, you go. strawberry and white American.
0: Okay, mine would, be, <laughs> mine would be raspberry preserves and gouda. Not smoked gouda, just regular
1: smoked gouda. Smoked gouda is overused. It is such yeah, an I aggressive like profile.
0: Just regular gouda. It makes
1: everything taste like bacon. It kind of tastes metallic to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. manchego and- oh, uh, Quince.
1: Oh! Quince. Oh, he said oh, quince. Oh, give me that membrillo. He said
0: quince. Okay. Um, <laughs> Happy Trees 42- People who choose ranch instead of blue cheese, especially with wings, should be jailed. Blue cheese is always superior, except maybe dipping sliced vegetables. Okay. Blue cheese is the dankness, and I prefer my chicken wings exclusively with blue cheese with uh, ranch has its place sometimes somewhere like I had a Peruvian steak sandwich and I put ranch in it (laughs) and it was good and like sometimes I'll put uh ranch in my (laughs) barbecue chicken salad sub the chicken for avocado and I they're different sauces and they're used for different things and I don't feel like they're interchangeable
1: what's the difference between ranch and blue cheese it's just one has blue cheese and the other has like herbs in place of it right can, can you accurately say that that is the only difference? I would Ranch say and so. Yeah, that's the only it's difference. Kind of both, especially if you're eating like the store bought stuff, it's all the same base of just like of mayonnaise course. and buttermilk and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I lock me up. Lock me up. Put. Put me in the handcuffs. Maybe I'll even like it. Maybe I'll find a part of me that has not been unlocked yet. But I think that ranch and buffalo wings go better than blue cheese and buffalo wings. No. I don't need the cheese. I don't need the cheese to be obstructing the flavor of it's delicious chicken and hot sauce. I want the it's herbs to offset up. it. Give me that little bright uh, punch on it.
0: It's not obstructive, it enhances the buffalo flavor.
1: Whatever, Get we're gonna talk here. about some puffs. Get out of here. You yeah, oh, yeah, we're gonna do ranch. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Just, yep, yep, ranch blue cheese is coming at some point. <laughs> All right, at Heather Wassing, the best condiment for a hot dogs is peanut butter. Skip. I'm <laughs> sick of your peanut butter opinion. Stop being weird. Be normal. This is weird. Uh, I'd try it. I don't know. Okay. No, I, I think that'd be pretty terrible. That's bad. I try and have, be an, have an open mind about all these food combos. There's something about, like, peanut butter gumming up the roof of your mouth uh, while you're eating hot dog meat uh, that makes me a little ill.
0: That, like, gave me a crank in
1: my neck. If it feels like a, a thin peanut sauce, but it yeah, tastes that the texture. Work.
0: If it was, like, a peanut sauce with a little bit of, like, soy and mirin, sure, maybe, yeah. but, like, just straight peanut butter. I think people
1: what? need to use peanut butter more as an ingredient than they do. Like, okay, so Stan's Donuts, R.I.P., in Westwood, one oh, of the best R.I.P. donut shops.
0: Oh, right on the corner. I know, now Primo's
1: is taking over, and Primo's is also very good donuts. Oh, it is? West L.A. Know. Heritage. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Stan's used to have a lot of donuts that were, like, filled with peanut butter. Oh. And they're all, like, pretty good. Like, I love peanut butter with sweet things, and I love fried dough. But My problem is if they would have just taken that peanut butter and just like whisked it with like equal parts pastry cream that they would already put in their other donuts, just make like a peanut butter cream filled donut instead of just having this gummy peanut butter in there. That's what I want. And not enough people think to do that. Were they hot? The owners of stands? No, the, the it was an donuts. Old man.
0: <laughs> the donuts, Josh, you weirdo. <laughs> no, they weren't
1: uh, <laughs> No, they were always sitting in the pastry case since 4 a.m. And oh, I don't no. think they made a second batch throughout the day. Oh, no, no, no. But they were open 24 hours. So you'd go at like 3 in the morning, mm. coming home from the bars, and just get like a big banana, peanut butter, chocolate chip donut.
0: Yum. That sounds really good, though. Okay. Ash underscore with the sass. Hashtag hot take. Foods should not be mixed onto the fork and should be eaten separately. I can't even eat a bacon cheeseburger because the bacon is its own food and thus I order it on the side eat the bacon and subsequently eat the burger hashtag I'm not weird um I feel like you just might have a minor case of OCD and that's okay I, you just need to recognize it and try to
1: fight through it neither of us are doctors no say I
0: just it's just my my uh, my thought
1: processes. no 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 I, I have seen that in a lot of people who in it, it can range from like moderate to severe to you know mild. But like people with uh, anxiety disorder, general general anxiety disorder, yeah, a lot of people uh, tend to have you know food mixing issues, and I like totally respect that. Mm -hmm. You know, no one should eat things that like doesn't bring them joy. Of course. That said, I firmly disagree with this. I want to mash all my food into a burrito bowl, Mm -hmm. even if it is nowhere burrito related. Just make me a casserole and let me slap it in my face. Though I would say, I do believe that not all. Cheeseburgers need bacon, and I do think that people over bacon foods. I think we are past that trend.
0: Totally, thank God we're over that.
1: Thank God we're over that trend.
0: Bacon and oh so much bacon. Yeah,
1: that got it, that got out of hand. and I was someone who absolutely yeah. perpetrated that trend. I mean, and still do. I? I think we haven't done that many crazy bacon things.
0: I don't think we've done any bacon things. On. Dang, we should probably. And i probably to do, do
1: more bacon things. <laughs> gotta do
0: more bacon things. Okay.
1: All right, at melody twenty eighty nine. My hashtag opinion casserole is that family guy, they've tagged family guy. <laughs> Their idea to put butter on a Pop-Tart is actually freaking good.
0: I haven't yeah. seen this episode. I haven't
1: seen it either, which is weird because I've seen a lot of family yeah, guy. Yeah, me too. That said, buttering up a Pop-Tart, toasting a Pop-Tart and some like, God, especially brown butter in a pan. Weird. That sounds great to me. Uh,
0: yeah, it sounds good in theory, but I feel like after I'd eat it, I would need to take a nap and the chances of me eating a Pop-Tart anytime other than the morning is slim. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. This is like a nap. I snack.
1: almost never eat Pop Tarts before like 6 p.m. <laughs> like, I'm a night Pop Tarty. I'm a night Tarty. Oh, eater. really? Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm a morning Tart. For me, it's when you're, you're a morning a night Tart. tart. You're I'm a night Tart guy. <laughs> I think one of the advantages that toaster strudels have over Pop Tarts, you know the <gasps> difference between like live wood and dead wood?
0: Mm, absolutely not. What like, you I? can't burn? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, okay, a- I did Cub Scouts for like one am month. Am I a carpenter to know Chris the, you go the camping. difference? Is that like is that a term, live wood and dead wood ish? Like live wood, you can't start a fire with because there's still moisture Moister in, in it. it. And then like dead wood is what you want.
0: Yeah, okay. And it's, I
1: think, a show with Timothy Oliphant, yeah, maybe. Timothy Oliphant, yeah, Timothy Oliphant, He's hot. Um, anyways, this is going somewhere. This is going somewhere. I feel like Pop-Tarts are the dead wood of pastry dough, whereas toasted strudels are live wood. Like oh. there's no moisture in them. There's no life to it.
0: But it's more useful to be dead wood.
1: Agreed. But when you don't want it to be, when you want to liven it up a little bit, toast it in some brown butter in a pan. That's what I believe. <laughs> That's where I went to all this.
0: Okay. Do you fam
1: Well anyways That's the podcast uh, Thanks for stopping by We got new episodes Of A Hot Dog Is A Sandwich Every Wednesday
0: If you want to be featured On Opinions Are Like Casseroles You can hit us up On Twitter At Mythical Chef Or Zade With the hashtag OpinionCasserole
1: And for more Mythical Kitchen Check us out on YouTube We launch new videos Every week
0: And of course If you want to share Pics of your dishes Hit us up on Instagram At Mythical Kitchen
1: We'll see you next time.
0: Josh is buying me french fries. He doesn't know it yet.
1: I don't have any money. You're
0: buying me french fries. You're my boss.
1: (laughs) They don't pay me.
0: You're my boss. You have more money than me.